Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. In this episode, Felicia and Ali of Keep Your Head Up KW share their insight on their experiences seeking support from their friends after their concussions. Headshock Health bridges the gap in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. Join organizations like Canadian Football League, Trek Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada who rely on Headcheck to improve communica- communication and optimize care. Visit headcheckhealth.com for more. So hi everyone, I'm Ali. And I'm Felicia. And we're the co-founders of Keep Your Head Up KW. Our mission of our organization is to improve traumatic brain injury recovery, including concussion, through a community-based platform, providing education, empowerment, and social connection. So today we're going to talk about one of the segments that we recently launched on our Instagram called TBI, or Traumatic Brain Injury, Through the Eyes of Others. Through this series, we aim to share insights from members of an individual circle of support following a concussion. In today's podcast, we are going to discuss TBI through the eyes of friends. So for this segment, we asked our two closest friends to share their insights of what it was like supporting us after brain injuries. And here's what they had to say. So So the first question we asked was, how has the concussion impacted your relationship? And their response was, It, it has been hard to watch a friend suffer from an injury you cannot see and cannot completely understand. It hasn't always been easy, but we have overcome a lot together by focusing on communication and how we can better support one another. So this is taken directly from the Instagram post that we've shared on our page. Um, But I think what we really want to point out about this is that it is hard for the friends that are around you after you sustain a concussion because it is really hard for them to understand what it is like to experience a brain injury if they haven't experienced it themselves. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, And something that I've learned with my friends and stuff that the open communication, which was touched on in this post, um, is something that's so important throughout um, your friendships. Um, They don't know what you're feeling. You don't know what they're feeling. Um, They're busy as well. And I mean, you're, you're, you're busy too. So it's so important um, to just be honest with each other and 
keep that like open communication and um, just be honest and that way you can support each other like as best as you can. Um, and something that I realized is like, you know, it's not like you don't always have to be the one waiting to hear the text from your friend or blah, blah, blah. They are busy, like I said, and it's sometimes nice if you can just message them and say, hey, like, I'm not feeling great. Are you open to chat right now? This is what's up. Because sometimes, like I said, they're busy. They have school, work, other priorities, and it's not like they're not thinking about you. And um, if you just put the effort out as well, um, I've learned that that's a really great way to keep that communication and like those friendships strong um, throughout all the recovery phases. <laughs> mm -hmm. So the next question we asked them was, what are some tools and resources you've used to help yourself while supporting your friend? And their answer was, I think for me, the biggest struggle has been wanting to help and make things better, but understanding that the best way I can do this is by educating myself and using this knowledge to listen and support them in every way that I can. I've learned the importance of patience, mindfulness, and taking a step back to empathize with and consider my friend's lived experience. I know that I will never fully understand what it's like to suffer from a TBI, but I know I can do my best to listen and support a friend who does. Whether it's listening to the most difficult parts or celebrating small victories. Um, so, again, this is taken directly from our Instagram. And what I think stand out the most, and um, it's it was kind of a, a good refresher for us to hear their insights and experiences after so many years. And I think going off what Felicia said earlier about leaning on them for support is that sometimes they don't know what to say and they feel helpless in their own way because all they want is to help you but they don't know how and they, they don't want to say the wrong thing. So it can be helpful um, to point that if they want to learn more to point them in some in the direction of some good resources. And it can also help to just outright say like, I really need someone to lean on right now. Are you open to listening to what I've been through? And um, the right friends will, will be able to do that for you. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. And I love the point about celebrating the small victories. Small victories are just as important as the big ones. And um, I don't know, just uh, being there and always uh, not everyone is going to be like totally open and wanting to listen, I mean, not listen, sorry, um, learn and have the time to educate themselves on this because everyone's busy, but um, those who care and want to be there to support you are uh, the true And friend. able to. Yeah, and they'll be the ones that uh, will be able to support you through it all. So the next... Yeah. Oh, do you have something else to add, Ali? Yeah, I was just going to say, um, my sister and I have been reminiscing a lot lately just with us starting keep your head up and sometimes it's hard now like being so many years through it to to have new people in my life and I'm like you don't know what I've been through and like not everybody needs to know but it is nice to have those people that have been with you through the whole journey that can really appreciate like what it's taken to get you to where you are today so even if like things are rocky and 
you know, like they'll they'll have their fair share of struggles too, but um but yeah, the right friends will will push through with you and will be will be there on the other side. I love that. That is so so well said and so true. But to the new friends that come in in your life, like like they will learn and um it's not their fault that they're, they're the new friends, mm-hmm. but um yeah, that's awesome though. So the next question that we touched on was tools and resources that you have used to help the individual. So they said, I think some of the best ways to support a friend suffering are simply showing up and being there for them, offering a listening ear and reassuring them that it's okay to say no when things become overwhelming. In the toughest moments, taking the time to listen and validate their feelings surrounding the injury can go a long way. It's okay if you don't have answers or solutions for them. That's not always what they're looking for. Having someone that will listen and allow them to process out loud is likely all that they need. This is yes. <laughs> everything, I don't know, from just not having all the answers and just, like, you rambling and, like, I find I do that all the time. I'll just, like, ramble off and, yeah, my friends aren't going to have all the answers or I don't expect them to. I just sometimes... Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry I just like talked for 15 minutes about how I've been feeling and I'm sorry but it's just like getting it out sometimes because most times I bottle it up and getting it out as we all know is so therapeutic Um, yeah just honestly sometimes just like putting your feelings into words can be so therapeutic or even like can't put them into words like most of the time mine is like gibberish I feel I'm just like (laughs) going off and because I can't fully explain in great detail, but yeah. It's- mm-hmm. Actually, I'm really glad that you said that because I feel like I've always, um, I don't know what age it happened, but I, I feel like even at the beginning of my recovery journey, I, I was able to really like articulate how I was feeling. And um, I'm realizing now that that's not the case for everyone. And I think especially like looking at how old you are, how old your friend is, who's going through it. Um, it's, it's important to know that even if they're not saying anything, doesn't mean that they're not, you know, feeling a lot and, and feeling really upset and, um, or like kind of going through highs and lows. And mm-hmm. sometimes just sitting in silence is all that they need. They don't, um, I yeah. mean, it's, it's just not, not everyone's going to be going to be able to explain themselves and not everyone is going to want to. So um, sometimes their way of seeking support is just spending time taking their mind off of it and not talking about it. So it can be helpful to sort of just outright ask your friend, like, how can I best support you right now? What do you need? And, and if they just keep saying, I don't know, I don't know. You can suggest different ideas. Um, but if they if they really don't know, I would say just start with um, maybe just taking their mind off of it with something that you know they love to do. Mm-hmm. Very true. Well, I want to add one more thing to this. Um, I love also um, the part about reassuring them it's okay to say no. I've mm-hmm. really struggled with this. I am like really just love doing everything like the person personality um so especially in the 
when we're talking about friends, like I have FOMO or perhaps, <laughs> and like, um, I'm very like extroverted. So when I, when I know that it's okay for me to like, okay, if I'm not feeling up to it tonight, or if I'm not feeling up to go on this walk right now with my friends, like it's all right for me to say no. And no one's going to be like, like my true friends. Like I always like, well, what if they think like I'm lying and I, I don't, just don't want to come. But I'll say that to them. They're like, Felicia, no, like we know your state. We know who, like we know you. We like, let, like, no, like that's not the case. So I just, that is like a huge thing that saying no is okay and really important to remember. And yeah, I struggled with that a lot too. And I actually, um, I think it's also like probably Felicia, like in your case, it did take a little maybe it did take a little bit of time before your friends understood or you were able to vocalize when you weren't feeling okay right. without really worrying about it. And, and like, I definitely experienced a lot of that where I did get pushback from my friends. And I, I remember feeling so upset because I was like, who are you to be mad at me right now? I'm going through the worst um, thing of, in my life. And like, you're making it about you, but little, and then somebody finally pointed out to me, like, yeah, they don't know what it's like to have a concussion, but you don't know what it's like when your best friend is suddenly different and not able to do things. Like it, it, they're not, they don't have a brain injury, but they, their life has really changed and they have lost a key person that's been a source of support and fun for them. And it's important to acknowledge that. And um, don't like, if that's overwhelming for you, especially at the beginning of your injury, like you need to focus on yourself first, but um, I would say if it, it really helped me to hear that, to, to be reminded that I had to give my friends some grace and, um, acknowledge that, you know, they were going through some hard changes too. Yeah. And I couldn't expect them to just, you know, drop everything and be my, like, um, because that wasn't fair to them. Sorry. So yeah. the last question that we asked is, has knowing someone with post-concussion syndrome change your view on concussions, like in terms of severity or impact? And their answer was, absolutely. Witnessing the long-term impact of a concussion shed a lot of light on how severe an invisible injury can be. I think it's important we continue to use these stories and experiences from individuals dealing with post-concussion syndrome so we can develop new and better ways to support those who are affected by it. I think that so yeah speaks for itself <laughs> yeah like, I yeah. think um I remember when when I had my concussion and I actually had known Felicia and her story before because her injury happened a year before me and and when I had mine I was like oh this this is what she's been dealing with <laughs> and I and I was like this th this is the only way that I would ever know what it's like and as much as I wanted everyone to know to understand and and to like know know what I was going through, I did not want them to find out the way I did. And it's it yeah. is nice to be able to see that the friends that have been really close to us have been able to learn as much as they can without experiencing it themselves, just by supporting us and listening to us. Um, and so I I think 
I know so many people say like you can never get it unless unless it's happened to you but um I don't think that's necessarily true I think that there are a lot of close friends and close family members in my life that that do get it and that that do really appreciate what someone with a brain injury goes through yeah because of how much they've been affected by it or like they I mean things happen or like victories or celebrations happen in my life and your life Allie and something great just happened in my life recently and Mm -hmm. reaction from my family like from head to toe like all of my family was like this is amazing like hard work pays off like and it's just and I it shows that like you know the whole family it it does affect it affects the whole family it affects your friends yeah yeah and then your victory like they're with you at your lowest points, but they're with you in your highs, and oh, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. So we do acknowledge and so, like we know that you're there and your um, support and everything is never, never goes unnoticed. Yeah. So if you're supporting a friend that's sustained a brain injury recently, or maybe you find yourself in that position in the future. Just know that it's okay if you're struggling with the situation or if you're feeling like, if you're feeling upset that you've, of things that you might have missed out on with your friend or the way that it's impacting your life, that's okay. For example, my injury happened just before I was about to graduate high school and my close friends and I were, we had so many big plans for prom and grad and our summer before university and my close friend and I were supposed to be roommates in university and she ended up being all alone and really struggled with that. And um, I think if if you're struggling with the changes that might have happened because of your friend's situation, um, give yourself grace to be, to feel what you need to feel about it. But what I re- would recommend is seeking support from someone other than your friend for those concerns. So if you imagine that in the person who sustained the injury is in the middle of a circle and the, the people most close to that person, so the closest family members, the best friends, are in a circle just outside of the middle. And that would be like the closest circle of support. So you're probably in that circle. And the person in the middle who's affected really needs the people in that immediate circle to be their support system. And the people in that outer support system also need people to support them too. But because of what the person in the middle is dealing with, they aren't necessarily able to be support, to reciprocate support for those people with what they're dealing with. So for you being in that circle, I would recommend either reaching out to somebody else within the same circle as you, or think about who the next outer circle might be. So people either in your own life or friends that are more distant, and you can reach out to them to kind of talk, reach out for support for what you're dealing with. Um, yeah, I, I found that really helpful. I learned about it in a book called Option B by Cheryl Sandberg. And I found it to be really helpful, um, both 
in terms of understanding how I could lean on my friends for support, but also when my friends have encountered their own challenges and I feel like I don't know what to say or I don't know who I can talk to or I don't know who I should be supporting, I found it really helpful to imagine that circle or even draw it out and use that as sort of a tool so that I can kind of rid myself of the guilt of like saying the wrong thing or like um, reaching out to the wrong people and stuff like that. Anyway. That's good. Um, yeah. So we wanted to just wrap up with a few tips for friends um, that want to be able to help their friends go through it or also people who are injured who have a brain injury who want to know how to access support from their friends if they're having trouble and like we've said in the last few over the last few questions what we would really advocate for is um, being really open and honest with your friends and stating what you need in a respectful way so um, if you know your the way that you seek support and what's helpful for you, you can say that to your friends and ask them if they're open to it or if there's um, certain days that you need it. Um, you, uh, you can just ask if they have the space to, if they are able to hold that kind of space for you. But they might have something else that you don't know about um, and it's okay if they say no. And if you are the friend of the person with the brain injury, um, you can either read read what they're saying or um, use your strong active listening skills or um, look up how to be a good listener and see if you can get it out of them. And, and if they don't want to talk about it, that's okay. Um, you can ask if there's other ways that they would like you to support them, like taking their mind off of it. Or like some people really feel supported by gifts um, or food or... Um, going for walks, like maybe quick phone calls, um, asking how their appointments went. Um, not everyone wants to talk about like how they're doing day to day, but some some people really find it supportive to just like have people checking in. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything to add to that, Felicia? I was gonna say yeah. Some people um, I've learned like I love <laughs> I personally love when people like check in, and that's something that I love with my my recovery journey. However, I've learned that there's obviously various different folks out there. Um, some people are really obviously closed off about their um, recovery with even their closest people in their lives. And so, yeah, maybe they don't want to dive deep into how they're feeling because it consumes their every day. So, or they might not know how to, or they, yeah, birds, or, you know, maybe that, yeah, like, they like it consumes her every day and they just want to get their mind off of some it for a little bit. So like Ali said, like a walk or ice cream, you know, something that's just like a nice, you know, break. Like obviously if you're up to how you're feeling, but I think just time with friends is, um, has really been helpful for me, obviously depending on how I'm feeling day to day. That's just my um, experience with it. Um, however, yeah, I 
I really agree with everything that Ali said, though. Um, yeah. Awesome. So, so um, yeah, all in all, we, we just want to really highlight that um, while it's really important for somebody going through a TBI to have support through their friends, it's also important for those friends to um, keep their own mental health at the forefront and seek strategies for self-care that work for them. Um, re reach out to your friends and be supportive when you can, but also know your limit and um, seek support from other people if you if you need it. Um, and please feel free to reach out to us on our Instagram at Keep Your Head Up KW or on our Facebook Keep Your Head Up uh, website still in progress. Mm -hmm. But we'd be happy if if anybody is struggling with you know, not receiving the support that they need from their friends or not knowing how to support their friend. Please reach out to us. We'd love to chat. Um, whether it's on DM or if you want to set up a call with us, we'd be happy to share or just listen um and and maybe set up some strategies for you um and if you are a friend who has been a support system for someone just know that what you're doing even if the person isn't showing it right away like they're so grateful for what you're doing what you're doing means so much we are so grateful when we look back to be able to see who's who in our life is really there for us who are who are really good friends are yeah and I, it might not have been easy when it was happening but now we can see it with so much clarity and it just means so much yeah you took the words from my mouth but <laughs> I mean every day obviously they don't say it but I mean we appreciate you with <laughs> I don't even I can't even put into words how much I appreciate it and um yeah like thank you so much for always standing by us and being there through those good days and those really really bad days yeah <laughs> um so yeah like i said please uh, feel free to connect with us either email direct message instagram anything um we would love to hear what you have to say um if you have any other tips that you found helpful that we missed, also please feel free to give us a shout. Um, we'd love to hear them. Yeah. And um, stay tuned for future podcasts um, with our TBI through the We have some other exciting um, themes coming up. We've done it with an athletic therapist through the eyes of chiropractors we have coming up. Um, through the eyes of caregivers, we interviewed our parents. So we have lots of exciting segments coming up that we hope we hope that you enjoyed this. And yeah, we hope you enjoy this, and we hope that you um, stay tuned for further podcasts. Yes. So thanks, thanks everyone. <laughs>
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.